back to Garbage Film, the show that seeks to prove that arty and trashy movies have a lot in common, and you don't need to enjoy just one or the other, so we will take our movie of the week and pair it with something artier or trashier, and hope that you discover an unexpected new favorite, or at the very least, are entertained. I am one of your hosts, Nick, and with me, as always, is the zombie deer to my insistence on traveling with hard-boiled eggs. Aaron is here. Hi, Aaron. Hi. <laughs> How are you, Nick? Good. I... <laughs> These are getting more and more esoteric every time. I got stuck on the eggs. (laughs) That is very you, though. Like, do we have snacks? Do we have enough snacks? I'm going to be hungry. How are you today? I'm well. I have not been run over by a car and did not get back up again. Mm. Neither of those things happened to me recently. That's good. Yep. How about you? Well, it's a a thunderstormy, rainy day today. Mm -hmm. So we're trapped inside. Trapped like some characters are. In a certain movie we might talk about today. (laughs) Do you know that people can read the name of the episode? I'm not sure you know. But I I am, (laughs) speaking of myself, I'm a dumb fool, and I press play on a thing, and it will take me like six seconds, and I'll forget 100% when I clicked on it. That's fair, actually. So now I'm building it back up. They get to experience it twice to see, like, oh, they're covering that. Uh, That's some real value for money. What? (laughs) We ask the tough questions. What the fuck is A? (laughs) So what are we doing this week, Nick? <laughs> uh, sorry, I get stuck on, what is egg? What is Is it egg? right for me? Ask your doctor. Ask your doctor. <laughs> I can only handle soft-boiled. Are eggs soft-boiled. necessary? He likes hard-boiled. <laughs> can they get along? Jim never asks for a second egg at home. <laughs> <laughs> so our... as you can tell, we are losing our minds yeah. because we're trapped inside. <laughs> Much like, like some, some characters. characters. In a certain movie from 2016... Out of South Korea, it's the zombie sensation, Train to Busan. The train bound for Busan Station is departing shortly. Excuse me. That woman does not seem right to me. Requesting medical assistance in car number 11. What the? Get back! Get back! All of you! Please help me. station is still open. Which car? Car number 13, and please hurry! This train simply can't go any further. Uh, yeah, Train to Busan. I was very surprised to see this is only seven years old. I think yeah. of this as like, oh, this is what the previous like version of a zombie movie was like, like mm. contemporary-wise, you know? Sure, yes. Exactly one iteration of our approach to zombies ago. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like... like that. We did this, and then there was like things like warm bodies, and and like right now it's now we're turning it on its head. <laughs> now the zombies are fully social commentary. Yes, yes. <laughs> Whereas here it's like they're social commentary, I guess, mostly on a train. <laughs> well, when did yeah Walking Dead was like early 2010s, so I feel like yeah oh, this is yeah. in that generation of sure. like. But as always, South Korea just does the action better. Yes. Yes. And you might be thinking to yourself, Train to Busan, that doesn't say zombie. What does that have to do with zombie? You have suffered a brain injury. That's why you're <laughs> Go to the hospital it. right now. <laughs> uh, just a quick little synopsis off the top. Uh, martial law is declared when a mysterious viral outbreak pushes Korea into a state of emergency. Those on an express train to Busan, a city that has successfully fended off the viral outbreak, must fight for their own survival. 
This is so funny because the martial law is like barely part of the plot. Like it, barely. Barely. But I think that it's implied enough, right? The, sure. You asked me, so we're going to jump all over the place in this, I know, because why not? There's not like a complicated plot to really worry about. No. But what Train the, go. Zombies happen. <laughs> zombies go on train. Yeah. The bit that they're very concerned about going into quarantine and they're talking about, like, yeah. we don't want to go into quarantine. Let's not go into quarantine. It's Let's because they're skip. afraid of martial law. Like, that's that's what oh, the okay. thing is supposed to be. And this is, like, there's some real heavy-handed political uh, commentary here, but I think this is the slightly less political commentary of, like, the military's kind of bad and you don't want them to be in charge. <laughs> you don't want them to be deciding who lives and who dies. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, that, that did strike me as odd. I'm like, quarantine is good though it means you don't have to interact with zombies i think that this is one of those things of like it's from another age where now we're like oh yeah quarantine is what needs to happen sometimes right yeah maybe this was important pre-pandemic yeah um part of the you know yes we'll definitely jump all over one of the things that i noticed this time around was you know they're on the train and i'm with you so far (laughs) good okay (laughs) because it's gonna get crazy nick oh no yeah they're on the train, on the, the onboard uh, TVs, you can see, you know, just the news channel, whatever, yeah. and showing what the TV says are strikes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, our guy is getting um, updates from Mr. Kim, the, like, yes. you know, the branch manager or whatever that he's in charge of. And Kim is saying it's it's strikes. There's a strike at the plant. I didn't really... And then you see the footage, and I'm like, how could you confuse that? That's a riot. And they start calling it riots. Yeah. But then I remembered, in South Korea, strikes are usually the police come and beat the ever-loving shit out of you. Yes. Some people usually die when, when, like, a plant will go on strike. And so I'm like, oh, this is just the background noise of, like life at that time in that society and some other societies too where it is just like the police could choose to beat the living shit out of you at any moment and they're right to do it and then some people will applaud them and then you return to the martial law quarantine stuff of like oh that's those are the same people that are going to be in charge of your bodies shortly and how you live every day yeah yeah which like well i don't want to say this was my first south korean movie no nowhere near that but like it was one of the first that was, like, in any way political, I feel like. Oh, yeah? Anything else I, I can think of were just, like, fluff things. Um, like, specific to South Korea pro- political, do you Yes, mean? yes. Yeah, okay. So, the, yeah, I know I didn't piece that together on the first go, but when you have a little bit more of that context and watching through all the, like, the stuff about Seok only being out for himself and being a real blood-sucking piece of shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, I definitely didn't understand what his job was, and now I have a better understanding, like, hedge fund manager, awful to begin with, but he's a hedge fund manager in charge of, like, biochemical and research. What appears to be, yeah. Which... Uh, in, like, infrastructure investment, which is, like, yeah. double bad. <laughs> Some real, like, those are literally people's lives that you're yeah. literally trading away. Yeah. Uh, and Fair. To, to jump over one other place in the middle, go back and reset. But the <laughs> the striking me really hard this time, the conversation he has with his assistant Kim, mm-hmm. where Kim is, like, crying into the phone, is this my fault? Like, yeah, yeah that's a thing you're, the, the, just to get into it real early, the the email hedge fund jockeys that are very like, well, I don't cause any harm, I just move money around. Like, no, you are actively causing harm yeah, in those things, that's... and you're just trying to justify it by divorcing yourself by having an email drop. Yeah. So, it's just nice to see that out in the open, is I guess what I'm coming to. <laughs> it's an interesting part of the, yeah, you could, you could very easily sidestep that 
part of it, but it's it's a very clear, linear, the email job person mm. who gets to not look at the results of his yeah. job is it's still going to come for you, buddy. Yeah, you know? suddenly confronted with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Lots of uh, big points there off the top, but just to like, this is a, a. It's now become a zombie classic, I guess you'd say. Like it's. it's I should hope so. Seven years old, but that's is that classic material, or is that just like it's still? <laughs> well, the world's gonna end in like ten years, so yeah, yeah time yeah. has no meaning. Something could be classic now. Yeah, rel- relative to existence. Uh, <laughs> Let's say yes. Uh, yeah, d- I feel like. A thing that I'm fascinated about this movie is that I definitely saw it after its heyday, I want to mm, say. Sure. So, like, people discovering it in 2016 being like, wow, we can make movies like this, cool, fun, genre stuff. And then me seeing it later being like, oh, yeah, that's what all these other things did that were clearly copying sure. this. Um, did you, what's your experience with it? How do you? How did you come to Train to Busan? I think I. I think we watched it at the same time. I think we must I have watched it before. I it before together. you had. Oh, you had? Yeah. Okay. <gasps> when? No, <laughs> this is how I find out you have a secret life. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think it was just, it was in the zeitgeist mm-hmm. and people were like, this is really fucking good. And I was like, I had been watching Seth Green movies. And so I was like, oh, okay, I will probably like this. Mm-hmm. I, it, there are, I, I enjoy a couple mo- zombie movies very much. <laughs> if the South Korean action style is present here, I'll probably like this. And just like, damn. That's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think of it as like a real staple now because it's mm. it's such a good distillation of what makes, like you say, modern zombie movies really enjoyable. Mm. It is all the like, they're not shambly, so it's exciting. There's yeah. a kinetic, you know, energy to it. And, and boy, is there ever like, mm. it's a real, all of the stakes all the time. Yeah. You know, very grounded um <laughs> What's the word I'm trying to think of? Like, like you're right there, and you are trying to like uh, ver- uh, catch the door before it closes. Visceral, yeah. Yes, very, very visceral. visceral. Yeah, making stuff. Yeah, yeah. These are the things where I'm like, no, this is just how zombie movies have always been. But something, something about it is all very elevated to me. Of the tropes off the top of like uh, the guys talking about a virus getting out, well, quarantine, and then a zombie. So deer. classic, yeah. Uh, first zombie deer in cinema, maybe. Oh, maybe <laughs> first representation. Yeah. You get the like vaguely emergency stuff on the news: the fire trucks going by, a fire in a penthouse yeah, apartment, where like, they're like, "Wow, shit's crazy this morning." Yeah. Just very like it just makes me think Shaun of the Dead too. Same idea. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which no. <laughs> surprised that Edgar Wright is the reason like I know I was watching Shaun of the Dead and then Edgar Wright was like this is the best zombie movie and that's the thing that made me go like oh okay I'll watch that oh is that where you found it that's that's awesome I was of that ilk makes total sense at that point in my life (laughs) you were a Wright brother (laughs) (laughs) I assume that's what Edgar Wright fans are called Uh, that's what I'm gonna call them from now on that's great I like that Edgar Wright please let us know if you sign off on this (laughs) otherwise I will start using it oh we have to wait for his approval Mm, no (laughs) There's a statute. Seven days, Edgar. <laughs> okay, I'm Clock's marking it in my ticking. calendar. <laughs> uh, funny. Um, yeah, it just it's really efficiently done. You get like a big ensemble dynamic. All the characters laid out really well. Totally. So here, here is the thing that in my mind makes it way more fun to watch and engaging to watch than like a normal like just well fast paced action zombie thing. It is just like all of the characters are so precisely done Mm. they're introduced to you you know exactly who they're gonna be and like 
more or less what role they're going to play yeah. in the the you know bottle episode itself and <laughs> there's a shot of you know everybody getting on this early morning train and it really like sets everybody up in a way where when it cuts back to them later you're not just like who is this random person yeah. in a in a uniform you know exactly you remember who they are there's the egg-toting grandmothers there's yeah. <laughs> a baseball guy who's trying to seem too cool baseball team yeah uh, you got uh, absentee father you have very present father <laughs> 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 yes, even the even the people who should kind of be interchangeable by definition, the the railroad like employees. Yeah, you know exactly which of them is which. There's the girl who's kind of like absent-minded and keeps tripping over stuff because she's not really watching where she's going. Mm-hmm. And there's the like kind of you know subservient other guy <laughs> and the train conductor. And yeah, yeah, it's just a very sharply drawn portrait of all these people immediately. And you're like, I want to see what happens to them. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, if you, you're rubbing your hands together oh boy oh baby what's it gonna be i can't wait to eat that egg <laughs> uh, you really like the egg i love eggs i <laughs> didn't realize that was gonna be the main takeaway from this uh this movie i can't again. get it out of my mind it's so specific <laughs> anyway it is it um, is adorable but again just a very a moment where you're like oh i understand these two's relationship yeah. these sisters yeah. i i am one of those two sisters i'm the egg one <laughs> the other one turns to her she's like when did you have time to boil that <laughs> so funny yep yep i've got eggs in my pocket right now i've oh got eggs God. on my person you don't know what's going on <laughs> i sure don't and i don't want to yeah well let's talk about who's in this merry cast of characters then so like a lot of these characters we now know or characters a lot of these actors we now know and love uh sure. for other stuff yes. but for most of these people this was their big international uh, star turn if nothing oh, okay, else okay okay um some of them were already south korean famous but not international famous international um, i'm so, every time i just want a complete unrelated movie the outtakes for kiss kiss bang bang <laughs> there is a moment where vel kilmer says i'm internationally famous <laughs> i i have it's burrowed into my brain and every time someone says that i hear it in his voice anyway that's all okay because i'm internationally famous you need do nothing <laughs> Unrelated. It's never a bad time to think about Val Kilmer being fabulous. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Back to you. Thanks so much, Aaron. <laughs> In the studio. Nick yep. <laughs> By satellite. Uh, we've got uh, our lead man, Gong Yoo, who was already a pretty famous guy in South Korea. Aaron, just before we started, discovered uh, Coffee Prince, the uh, South Korean <laughs> K-drama. It's not even called that. It's like the first ha- the first castle of Coffee Prince or something I funny. think the international name is Coffee oh, okay. Prince, I, right. I, I, I want to say. But yeah, it's just like K-drama stuff, and he became like a heartthrob and all he's very that. very cute. So he's already pretty famous. We have two hot dads in this movie. We're very spoiled for hot dads. Very different types of yes. hot dads. You've got yes. business hot dads. A hot dad, dad spectrum. That you're yeah. like, pay attention to me. And then <laughs> strong dad. And then daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you yes. saying Madeline took his daddy? Is he daddy? I think it's official now, yes. <laughs> uh, back to Gong Yubo, though, because I had learned an exciting fact about him. In 2017, the year after this movie came out, yes. uh, he was hiding this. It was publicly revealed that Gong Yu is a descendant of Confucius. What the fuck? A direct descendant. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need more details than that. Why would... Is it important to hide that? Uh, it's a what thing the of fuck? Like, How do you know? Why would you... It's like you don't want people paying attention to that. It's ne- Nepo Baby. He doesn't oh. want to be seen as Nepo Baby. <laughs> I, I'll give him... I don't 
don't think Confucius has in your family is a leg up into the South Korean film industry. I don't know. I it, don't know. It, no, it could be. <laughs> I don't. I truly don't you know. Picture, okay. the, picture the posters just like starring the 49th generation of Confucius. I, I guess. Huh. I'm sorry, 79th. He's 79th generation. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, there's a direct line. Uh, so Gang is his stage name, and I think that's one of the reasons is to hide that. I could be wrong. Um, bananas. Because his, his his actual name is like Gong Zhongyil or something like okay. that. Okay, that's so funny. Yeah, I thought that was neat. I've All never right. known. I now I know. I can say to myself, that guy's related to Confucius. <laughs> just in case it ever comes up. It's just neat. All right, yeah. that's cool. Uh, and he said that the movie was so physically taxing that there was no room for any mental stress whatsoever. So it's like Beautiful. the easiest shoot he's ever done in <laughs> that mind, which a- is... An incredible thing to say. Yeah, watching this movie looks rough to shoot just because the camera's up close. You're not getting stunt doubles. You're doing everything yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No room for any trickery yeah. on that set. No camera trickery. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, Jung Yu Mi, who is the pregnant wife. I, I realized something watching this time around, like, I don't know a single character's name in this <laughs> But you don't movie. have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know that you know pregnant Su-Han, wife and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I know Suwon. Yeah. Um, she is, like, probably the most famous person at this stage of this movie. Going oh, yeah? On. Was she, like, an idol? Uh, no, she was mainly known for acting. She was oh. the, like, one of the people that did a, like, one for me, one for them type of thing. So she's one of the only South Korean people doing huge blockbusters and tiny art. Yeah, art, art, house uh, stuff? art house stuff. Indie. So like, nice. if you know the name Hong Sang Soo, she's like one of his major collaborators. But okay. also, she would star in like the equivalent of the Mission Impossible movies going on at the same time. <laughs> nice. Okay. So she's a real household name. Got it. Uh, which I think is neat. But then we get to the reason we all want to talk about Train of Busan. Erin's brightening up. She's raising the roof. As I we am speak. raising the roof. <laughs> Raise it. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> uh, it's Madong Suk. Yeah, this is his breakout Such role. A treasure. His first major acting role that really? he's ever did. Yeah, nice. Because he is a. This will not surprise anybody because he's such a bruiser, huge-looking, meaty fridge of a guy. Yeah. Uh, he was a personal trainer. That was his. Oh sure. <laughs> his yep. job. He was Gun Yu's right. personal trainer. Oh really? Fact, so like they've got a nice. <laughs> oh, that's cute. They have a very good chemistry. Going yeah. On, yeah. And I mean, this guy's been like calling. I assume this is a personal trainer's work. He's been calling you a sissy and busting your chaps. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> You already hate him a little. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little, professionally. So you can really, yeah, that's part of your your acting toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> Calling each other jackasses and jerks. That's and... so, like, in the in the context of the movie, that's such a, like, who's going to push you to be a better person mm. and provide a role model for you to, like, emulate as a dad? <gasps> My personal trainer who has beat the shit out of me regularly for five years. <laughs> like, I assume this is nowhere near what happened, but I want to think that Gungi was attached and he's like, you know who's good at yelling at me? Yeah. <laughs> and is huge. And is enormo. <laughs> I hope so. He's so charming. He's the classic, like, big gentle guy. Yeah. Gentle giant man. He's got, like, a nice silk scarf and is, like... I know, yeah, he's he's clearly, like, so he's wearing, you know, not to be menswear guy <laughs> in real life, but, like, he's wearing a jacket that is very nice and, like, it's an outfit, clearly, mm. but it's so, he's so enormous that it's clearly, like, you're f- afraid for the button on yeah. that jacket at all times. It's and a load he's clearly, button. yes, <laughs> it's going under a lot of stress. He's tr- clearly trying to, like, step up and be, like, a responsible member of society <laughs> for, like, his pregnant wife, you know? But he's just got his black tea on yeah. underneath. Yep. <laughs> he's ready to fucking rumble. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just some fun things about him. So he 
he's in, if you want to see more Medong Sook, he's in um, a series of movies that's just called The Roundup over here. I okay. Think, where he is just, he it, like, if you just want a movie that's Medong Sook as a cop beats up killers, there you go. Like, it's just, he punches his way to justice. So that's kind of what we're... <laughs> I assume that's the tagline. <laughs> Awesome. That's what I see each time I've, yeah. I've, I see him now. Uh, but he's the, uh, in 2018, he became the president of the Korean Arm Wrestling Federation. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> Does it need a president? Someone's got to uh, write sh- the constitution. Yeah. <laughs> Uphold the constitution. I don't know about the politics of the South Korean Arm Wrestling Federation, but... Uh, They're okay. complicated. If, yeah, it <laughs> goes back a lot. It's a lot. Good for him? So Question just, mark. I, the, mostly this episode is that I can tell you fun facts about your favorite Korean dads. That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> My two Korean dads. <laughs> That's what I want. We got Kim Suan, who's the daughter. I don't know much about her, to be honest. She's small. She's She would have been like eight at the time. Yes. She's she's very small, yeah. like physically. Great actress, though. Yeah, I know. Like, like for a kid actor like you, yeah. You she believe goes the for tears. It. Yes. Yes. Like... Yep. Yeah, she is drawing on a deep well of emotion yeah. somehow. <laughs> I'm worried for her, yeah. but yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Choi Wu-shik, who most yeah. uh, of us in the Western audiences will know as the, the son in Parasite. Yeah. I ahead. just call him Kevin in my head in this movie. I know they say his name a couple times, but I have I have trouble not hearing Kevin. I Like I said, I don't know a single person's name in this movie. Great. I just know them all by their archetype. Yes. <laughs> Young baseballer. Yeah, <laughs> baseball teen. <laughs> yep. I didn't know this. He's Canadian. Shut up. He uh, was born in South Korea, but he, like, they moved us to Vancouver immediately. Oh, that's and, awesome. And, like, born and raised in Vancouver, went to the Fraser Institute for Raised post- in Vancouver. Oh, sure. Grad, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nope. So just... He's ours now. Yeah, we, we claim him. <laughs> if you were born in South Korea, like, would he still have had to do his two years of military service? I don't know. I don't service? think so. Okay, because I, I had a happened. lot of friends in high school that were like, okay, I'm graduating high school, time to go be in the oh. army across the planet. Maybe he did that, because he, he did go back there, but my understanding was he went back there to study acting and go Maybe you get a pass if you, yeah. Like, if you have dual citizenship, maybe it, oh, it maybe something complicated. Who's to say? Who's to, certainly not us. <laughs> South Korean immigration and immigration lawyers, please reach Weigh out. in. <laughs> we have a very extensive uh, cabinet that we draw on for We're these episodes. Out, yeah, international law fields of various types. That's yeah. what it's all about. There you go. It's an awful project to be trying to do that. <laughs> uh, but this is his breakout role. This is the thing, like, he'd only done, like, tiny, teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny roles before this. Yeah. So this yeah. is the closest he's had to a starring role so far. Yeah, Which fair. is very cool. And then he's in uh, Okja, uh, Bong yeah. Joon-ho's uh, movie right after this, and then uh, he goes into Parasite. That's kind of like the direct pipeline. Nice. So this movie brings him in, which is cute. You've got that. And so he, who's the cheerleader... Um, she's she's a gotta be star. it. Yeah, yes. okay. <laughs> Her band was yes. Wonder Girls. She was in Wonder Girls? You know Wonder awesome. Girls? Well, I mean, yeah, as, as like a, you know, there's a... there's As a, a what? <laughs> <laughs> as a thing that exists? I don't know. I enjoy K-pop. Uh, okay. Just a name that comes up sometimes. Okay, yeah, That's Wonder awesome. Girls. She She's an alumni. Oh, an Wonder alumni. Girls. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, Kim Wee-sung, who's the bad businessman... Um, boo. Boo. Piss. <laughs> Piss. Um, yeah, don't know much about him otherwise. And you know what? I skipped over the friggin' uh, director and writer of this thing. Well, you said who's in it. That's true. Oh, I do want to mention, too, the homeless man whose name I don't think we ever learn. No. I just want to note that that guy was in 
Project Wolf Hunting. He's oh. the big, scary, like, the monster. He is. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> Which silly. is great. I clicked on him. I was like, he looks familiar. And then I go, I'm like, whoa, shit. <laughs> Project Wolf Hunting. A very silly movie. A very silly movie. If you like the game Resident Evil, you will like the film Project Wolf Hunting. Actually, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> if you like insane amounts of violence and a plot that doesn't feel like it's contributing anything. I said yes. Resident Evil. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There you go. Take a look, folks. Uh, yeah, it's just some uh, general train of um particulars here. Mm. I didn't really know this. This is immediately followed by an animated prequel uh, called Soul Station. Okay. Um, came out the same year. And the standalone sequel, Peninsula, which is kind of like oh. not related. It's supposed to be like the same incident is happening, but none of the characters. Oh, okay. You know? But that's what we love. And uh, boy, oh boy, did the critics agree with you. Oh, I see. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Uh, this movie is directed by Yun Sang Ho, who this is his first live action movie, oh, which is fuck. nuts. He is an animation guy. Oh, okay. Which kind of makes sense when you look at like I can see a lot of the the like especially CGI ish looking things. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, I can see an animator's eye looking. I at can this. see how they storyboarded this yeah. with like you know the the arrows to indicate direction and yes, like yeah exactly yeah. yeah totally and then yeah and the glass breaks at this moment when mm-hmm. this person crosses this mark like that's yes, very yeah very much which is is great and yeah. that's why the prequel movie is an animated movie because it's a, like oh let me return to what i know how to do yeah. and can churn it fast because this is very popular <laughs> um and his uh filmic inspiration is a guy i never shut up about Satoshi Khan. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Kind of. It doesn't entirely make sense to me, just because I haven't seen any of the. Uh, no, I shouldn't say makes sense. It clearly is. It, you have no way of verifying whether that's yeah, tracks or not. Yeah, I don't see the the connective tissue, but I haven't seen any of uh, Yan Sang-ho's, um animated work, so sure. it might be more obvious there. Yes. And written by Park Jusuk. Thank you. So that's uh, that's our gang doing all this yeah <laughs> you mentioned the fast zombies this is the first fast zombie movie i saw oh really yeah oh wow what are the other fast zombie movies this is a whole like section of days zo- later yeah that's the big one i, I haven't seen. seen it though so yeah you react yeah what fast zombie i movies don't know i don't fucking know <laughs> um 28 days later a movie i have not seen i it's just everybody knows that yeah. movie i guess i don't know yeah. uh coward you know self self-described so <laughs> haven't seen it but yeah, yeah, and that's one of the reasons I know we both resonate with this movie because it's not a scary movie; it's a thrilling movie. Yes, it's a suspenseful yeah. movie. The I, the horror is man. Yeah, the horror is classic. what if I was stuck on a train with these fucking people with a businessman? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. It's it's very much a the zombies could be anything. The mm. zombies are just the metaphor for you know whoa, whoa cat, cat time running past. <gasps> she saw a zombie. <laughs> She looks insane right now. Okay, well, if our cat turns into a zombie cat, then we know how to deal with it. <laughs> Run it over with a car! Well, All this right. is the thing. I don't think we ever see any of the zombies actually die in this movie, which I think I don't is think, interesting. Yeah, I don't think they can die. There's... No, even the charred zombie corpses at Get the that, end, yeah. they are still moving. I think you just gotta incapacitate them. Mm. I think it must be a classic, like, you know, destroy the... Aim for the head, destroy the brain. But they don't know that yet. True, and they they do wallop those brains a bunch. Yeah, and like, that's true. Those zombies keep coming. Skulls are built to save the brain, though. It's the helmet of the head. I often say. <laughs> yeah, you're always saying that, and I really got to ask you why. Do you have a brain injury? No, my head helmet worked good. <laughs> 
I believe you. They keep the air out. Mm. <laughs> but the so to go back to the zombie design. Yes. This is a thing that I like even having seen other fast zombies, the zombies in this movie are unique, I'll say. Like they, they yeah. feel like they're doing different stuff. They're very crackly. Yeah. They're they disintegrate quite quickly almost immediately. It's a real like if the human body is so fragile, <laughs> if you're not paying attention and taking care of yourself, your body can just fall apart so fast. It is a miracle any of us are walking around. Yeah, well, yeah. it's like those people who can't feel pain. The real, mm, yeah. the the danger is that they burn the shit out of themselves and get an infection and die. Like, it, it's not that, you know. <laughs> yeah. They are actually in worse danger than any any of us because they don't have the warning system. And this feels like it. Like, they're so crackly, the zombies. Yeah, and there's obviously no zombies thinking like, but what about my little legs if they trip yeah. me or whatever? But the this feels like reckless abandon, whereas other zombies are just, like, implacably marching forward. That's true. It's a yeah. real, like, sacrifice your body for yeah. the play type of zombie where I'm, like, a little concerned for the ankles <laughs> of some of the extras because yeah. they just stump on. They just don't <laughs> worry about about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, the thing that I like about this, I was just looking into what they used for inspiration because it is mm. so different from a lot of stuff. Yeah, and it's it's video games. Video games is the oh, main you weren't kidding about Resident Evil yeah. mention. All right. Uh, Resident Evil doesn't get a mention here, but there's a game called Seven Days to Die. I don't know it myself, but that's the primary thing that they were using for, like, movement and stuff. Oh, okay. Was uh, the zombies in that particular game. They also took a movie I know both of us just recently saw for the first time, Ghost in the Shell. Oh, sure. The uh, cyborgs in that, the way that they move around uh, with reckless abandon, I think, is is the primary thing Okay. uh, in there. But the, like, thing that is a touch point for me and I don't know if you'll recall this, in the very now quite old game, Silent Hill 2, oh, right. there's a section that takes place in a haunted hospital of sorts, uh-huh. and there are nurses in there. And that is the oh. like primary source for how they just like are physically. Like okay. seven, seven Days to Die is the movement, Ghost in the Shell also the movement, but the setup of them is Silent Hill 2. Like the physical model of zombies. Okay. Which is very cool, I think. That's a real, like, ah, my childhood, a little touchstone. Oh, hello. You have an upsetting childhood. We've talked about it. Yes, I do. Yeah, (laughs) Way too young for this. That that tracks for me because it's very, you know, the zombies are meant to be, like, faceless and implacable. And and I think, to my recollection, the nurses in Silent Hill are like that, too. Yeah. On purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah. Supposed to be dehumanized. Just a stand-in for it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so that's uh, where all cool. of those come from. Here's something that I'm sure someone has done somewhere else, but boy, in this movie, some real emotional beats. <laughs> this virus, let's assume, you get bitten, It's it transmits through your blood, it must go for your brainstem, but hmm. what it appears to do is make people regress right at the end, right in yeah. their last 20 seconds of life. Oh boy, what a terrifying concept. That to me is this zombie virus version is like, oh my God, that's so horrifying. Where business guy, when he gets bit, he's, yeah. he's saying like, my mom is supposed to pick me up. I'm, I'm scared. I want to go see my mom. She's waiting for me. And like, Siak is, he, he's picturing the birth of his daughter in yes. his last moments yeah. and like smiling and, you know. And it, I guess it's kind of implied that Madung Suk's character too is is like I'm doing this for my child and like I'm you know I'm visualizing like my wife and our our life together mm. and kind of gives him one last burst of strength as he's holding back zombies but like 
Oh boy, what a what an existential little arrow to the heart where you're like <laughs> you just become your most vulnerable self right at the end and you just like remember emotionally significant things yeah, to you. Yeah, is that a like you're remembering the emotional tent poles kind of? Maybe. That, yeah. That's like just your like... your biggest grooves in your brain. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the most well worn Yeah, uh, like neural pathways. Yeah. Oft, yeah. Often remembered things, re remembered things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I like that a lot for business guy that, like, mm. clearly motivated by fear throughout, duh. But yes. to have it be like, oh, this was his motivating point, like, you get to see each of those motivating points for the couple of people that we see. Yes, true. Go through, and obviously, absentee father actually cares about his daughter. Hooray, we did it. But, like, <laughs> uh, present father, just the, like, yeah, he's putting it all on the line for... For baby, like that's uh... yeah. He has this line about like he has. He's just like has so many great lines that he gets to deliver of like he you know dads get all the shit and none of the praise <laughs> is, is his line and like he's he that's fine with him. He's gonna he's gonna yep. like he's not gonna get to enjoy any of like having their daughter. He's yeah. not gonna get to see any of that. But he's, he's like, nope, this is what I have to do. Yeah, and he's not saying it in a like fucking life, hey no, man. No. It's more just like that's just how it that is. is. That is what you're sucks, gonna have right? to deal with. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they laugh and he goes, What does that sound pretty cool or <laughs> He's so funny. Oh my god. I love him. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> uh so I was like trying to go back a little bit to see why this was such the international sensation that it that it was because sure. like it's a very entertaining movie but I feel like looking back on it now it unless you were there it's just kind of like oh yeah it's another zombie movie that's that's yeah but I think it's because of comparing it to what zombie movies of the time were and the mm. most recent release compared to this one is a movie that I totally memory hold as existing. Uh-oh. I've not seen it. a good it, sign. And I don't know many people have. Okay. But World War Z from... Oh, shit. Yeah, right, right. That was the... the. It's from 2014, I think, or 2013? Seriously? Yeah. So, oh, like, okay. just a handful of years before that, and that was the last big blockbuster zombie thing that everybody mm. fucking hated. Yeah, I remember it just being, like, really... Like, people who liked the book didn't like the movie, yeah. and people who were expect who didn't like the book were expecting a better movie, maybe, or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah like... Yeah. The, the main critique of it was like, I guess. like <laughs> that's, that's so rough when people are just like, but why bother? <laughs> yeah, like going through con- like the reviews of Train to Busan when it came out, most of them slag on World War Z somewhere. <laughs> J- just not, not as a like, move aside, shitty movie. Here's a movie you might like. It's, it's like, here's why World War Z didn't work. It didn't have characters that you actually enjoyed. Sure. Seeing, it didn't have characters with an emotional arc of any kind. It didn't actually film those well. Uh, that most of, I think most of the zombies in World War Z are CGI'd. Okay. In some capacity, so like most of this is practical, and I mean it's mm. budgetary constraints. Uh, sure. Yeah. But like, like the way the that secret they f- to success. <laughs> yes, as we constantly talk about mm-hmm. the thing that is interesting to go back through the production with. Like, there's you know you got a few big. Um, Moments at like train stations and in his in Gongyu's house at the beginning and all that, but it's primarily on the train as we can see. And the way that was shot, they only had two train cars and they had mm. LED screens on either side, and that's the entire production of the sure. entire movie. Like, oh my god, <laughs> that yeah. they were able to capture all that in two train cars. But it's the thing, like we always talk about those constraints force it to be. You gotta focus on something else. Nothing else is gonna carry you through. You actually have to put in the work. Yeah, and yeah. like. Knowing that it's all, they only had two train cars to shoot it, and this covers you know six or seven train cars worth of movie. Yeah, <laughs> but you can still tell where everybody is situated throughout it. Like the amount of yeah. planning that must have gone in to spatially make it make sense. Yeah, 
is uh, is great. I love that. Yeah. Um, and one like World War Z, I think, and a lot of zombie stuff of the time was a lot of like, oh, we got to do like big plans. Or when you think about like Walking Dead, that's on right now. Mm. There's a lot of like build up to one big plan, or like. As sure. soon as the zombies get in, it's over type of thing. Whereas World War Z, or um, World War Z, Train to Busan has, their big plan is, what if we just punch our way through the yeah. zombies? And it does kind of work. And they, 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 yeah, yeah. This movie really is a series of, like, plans that go okay for a little bit. Yeah. And then they have to improvise a new plan immediately. Yeah. And then that plan goes okay for a bit. Like, And by a bit, I mean, like... 30 seconds at a time. Yeah, but then the thing that fucks it up, and this is this has now become a tired trope, I think the thing that fucks it up is other people well, getting involved yeah. and getting being selfish. And yeah. I mean, that's as Classic. old as zombie lore itself. Yeah. <laughs> but it feels fresh enough here, I think because the characters actually feel like characters. I think that's a big part of it. Totally. I mean, A, you're rooting for them to succeed, and B, you can see, like, there is some of the, don't just stand there, oh my god, <laughs> run, like... Yeah. Some of the, I wouldn't make those decisions element, but a lot of it is like, yes, I can understand why they would make this decision yeah. in the moment. And so you're, you're, you're making, you're seeing the plan evolve in their brains in real time, <laughs> like along with them, you know? And I, as part of that, I think that the, the times that there are the paralyzed characters standing there not knowing what to do. It is a moment where you're like, what can you do? Like, yeah, I Some get it. Some of it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's such a classic, like initially when the first zombie happens, it's just... It's it's one of the employees being like she a, a girl has jumped on her and is gnawing the back of her neck and she's staggering down the aisle but it's like an employee of the train and everyone the passengers around her are like well sh- she's in control yeah, like what do she we- should be the boss of the situation like what what a, I don't have the authority to step in you know what i mean yeah. a very classic like there's a clear authority the train belongs to these people i'm used to being helped by them and they've like, been telling us what to do for the past 20 minutes yeah. so i mean we just got to keep listening yeah yeah that's that's definitely part of it where you're like there is an authority on board but mm. you soon realize like that doesn't matter at all yeah, yeah. especially yeah. cuz one scared little businessman's going to get in there and that little fuck bitch. it all up yeah, it's it's very much a. There's no grand plan. It is literally just survive the next thirty seconds. Oh, great, great! Survive the next thirty seconds after that. It does feel like diminishing return. Like more and more sections of the train get cut off to them, and it gets smaller and smaller. Yes. By yeah. the end, we just get the vestibule up against the engine. Pretty yeah. Much. <laughs> and I mean, like unsung heroes of cinema, the fucking train conductor in oh, this. Salute, salute a real you. one. Yeah, <laughs> that guy tried his best. He really did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Under underrated characters of this movie, absolutely like the whole baseball team where yeah. they just kind of unspokenly like they become the defense. Yeah, I know. You know, they've <laughs> the got baseball, baseball bats. bats and they've got like weaponry, such as it is. Those kids, train conductor for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yep. <laughs> just we good. love them, is we all do I'm saying. Love them. Yes. I love them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So if you're sick of like we have to save the world zombie shit, like this is a, a perfect antidote to that, and yeah. I, I guess that's probably where it came at that point in time, was like, okay, I'm sick of, like, grand things. These aren't exciting. There's no grounding stakes. And I think that, like, the aughts get a lot of flack for just being like, okay, post, post 9-11 cinema just kind of sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we went into a dark place. And this is, like, quite a while after that, but it, it's, it's one of those, like, oh, oh fresh. Yeah, mm. I feel like... We've been going through, we as a 
I'm going to say American just for a Canadian and U.S. like <laughs> grouping are just constantly discovering South Korean cinema every year, just being like, wow, South Korean cinema is really good, but it just happens with a different movie every year Yeah, or two. kind of, actually. Yeah. But I do think it's, like, successfully broken through now, where, like, you look at film festivals and it's just like, yeah, we've got South Korean movies. Like, it's not a, it's not a thing That's of, a like, draw. ooh, yeah. but now it's like... Ooh, exotic, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Lee Bin, I think it's Lee Bin Hyun is coming to a TIFF thing shortly, and he's, like, a big... Name. I think I got his name right. Is that right? Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> oh fuck! Cut this out. <laughs> yes, I think I think we are. It's fine. Edit point. <laughs> Snap. No. So you look at like just stuff that's going around. Like this was the entry point for some people. Parasites the entry point for some people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just it's just nice to see. It's great because anything really that you know, drags you out of your little comfort zone. And mm-hmm. I love a comfort zone. It's comfortable. It's very comfortable. But it's it's just such a fun, like, you're, it's expanding your comfort zone. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. It's like, oh, this is, I recognize all the beats of this. It's just mm. done in such an interesting way. And I hesitate to say that it's not beholden to the same, like, you know, South Korea is still a very hyper-capitalist mm. place and, like, yeah, there's an executive somewhere, you know, watching line go up and being like, great, we can release more of these movies. But it feels like there are breakthroughs more often. Or, you mm. know, it's just the, it's, it's the, it, those don't make it to us. The ones that suck don't, don't really yeah. make it to North America. So. This is going to be a weird analog, but this is how I, previous life doing classical music stuff. It is just like, well, the classical music that we listen to now is like the 1% of shit that survived. There's yeah. 99% A lot of it was garbage. garbage. Yeah. Like actively super bullshit. Yeah. Like you think like, pop songs are bad today. Jesus Christ, my guy. Um, it's a very like today's music, no good. It's because you're hearing all of it fresh and it hasn't yeah. had time to settle into layers of what you love, what's like you know, universally loved. Yeah, like the strata of what becomes repertoire. Like, just yeah. going back to South Korean cinema, going back and being like, well, 1960s, uh, it is 1960, I think, The Housemaid? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's like, that has survived for a reason, and like, it is worth yeah. your time. Yeah. Big time. But of course, there were, for every Housemaid, there's, you know, 50 movies that were just propaganda or or you know useless uh, workplace comedies yeah I, I, no, workplace comedies literally fun, just like but... content in that yeah. sense of the word yeah if you want to go super extremist language on it upholding the status quo there you sure. go <laughs> <laughs> all right back off <laughs> then i'm no. backing off now. <laughs> no, I'm i had my little right at the beginning go on now. Uh, <laughs> yeah um so it's it's like always just a good idea to like if, uh, if a south korean movie is making the rounds it's probably going to be great yeah I agree with that. Great. I got distracted for a second because I wanted to mention when I brought up the train conductor as an unsung hero, a thing I love in this movie, uh, what, the way that it's this is serious is when the politicians are basically saying, don't believe your eyes and ears. Very, yeah. very uh, so clear funny. messaging like, there. We can guarantee your safety. And the, the footage that they're showing over top a of this. A high rise exploding. Yeah. <laughs> falling on people just like zombies falling out of helicopters and biting people in parking lots just going to their cars um, very funny but the train conductor version of this is how he talks in the train conductor language like due to a track blockage we'll have to yeah. halt our service today and move over to and he's like sweating yeah. and trembling yeah he says thank you for riding with us today it's just what is it if you're still alive yeah. please disembark Transfer. safely yeah <laughs> 
Please safely transfer to the yeah. far left track. If you have survived thus the trip thus far. <laughs> I love I love it. I love the like uh, that's another thing of if he was bitten in that moment, you'd be like, oh, he's regressing to the grooves that are in his brain. Yeah, just like maybe. train talk. Yeah. Of, yeah. Just the things you've done thousands of times or thought about thousands of times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that stuff. line cracks me up a lot. <laughs> if you're still alive, please transfer safely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, train conductor. Yeah, I yep. will. <laughs> he's just yeah. looking out for you. I And I respect that. That man deserves a raise. Or not to die. But uh, tough shit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he deserved not to die. He did. Uh, spoilers. Uh, but that's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's another thing is so many of these characters die. Yes. Like, almost all. Literally almost all of them. It it's does do a great wild. job of, like, you don't know shit about what's going to happen to these people. Yeah. It's funny because you do see them getting on the train. You're like, okay, like, probably the pregnant lady's going to be fine. And, like, you know, the da- one of the dads might not make it. Yeah, or, you like... start doing the calculus of, like, who's going to be the one that's the hardest to lose? And, of yeah. course, it's Madame Suck. But, yeah. uh... <laughs> The, obviously but other than that it's you don't you don't uh you're not right like what <laughs> you are, will not be correct the baseball team going out just uh, on the whole not just the characters in it that we follow for the rest of the movie yeah them going out is such like like none of them shit fuck not shit. a single and it's it's very funny because you do get down to you know the faceless kind of nameless characters that aren't distinctive we get our group mm. and it's a group of like very vulnerable people like there's a pregnant woman there's a five, five-year-old child there's a like uh, there's two grandmas there's two teens like one you know teenage girl and just like some guy who's trying yeah and and you're like okay so this is the group that's gonna make it because they're or the, a homeless man like very vulnerable people that if you're the businessman and you're doing that like very wretched you know ruthless calculus you'd be like not not valuable not valuable not valuable yeah and and you're like so they have to live guess what no that's not actually how like how it works uh yeah and like the businessman who is doing that calculus he makes it super far he makes it farther than almost all of them because he stepped on a lot of necks there's no like cosmic justice in this movie really ultimately though they're kind of like the thing that i like about the overarching message i guess if if this is what the one thing you're gonna latch onto is gonna be is is you should look out for other people like oh yeah that the result of looking out for other people is what saves the little girl ultimately because 100%, our yeah. homeless man wouldn't be there. Yes. And businessman doesn't make it because he is a piece of shit. Like that's that, <laughs> that it eventually catches up with you is kind of the, the feeling I get out of this and like, maybe. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he gets, I don't think he dies because he's a piece of shit though. Normally that would totally be like, you'd see him make a ruthless decision and it yeah. would get him killed. He just has bad luck. That's all. That's all it is. There's yeah. no like one to one on that. But uh, well, at least you can you can at least accept my premise that the help, looking out for people and helping oh, homeless man is wise. So unquestionably, yes, yeah. It's that like that's not always you don't. It's Madong Six thing of like you get all the shit and none of the praise. You did do a good thing, but you're dead. <laughs> you know, like but but the world is a slightly better place now than yeah. before you did it, and that's the that's the you know tough part of it is just like. Being good is hard. It is. Yeah. 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 It's not it's not interesting. It's not fun. No, exactly. Yeah. There's no like cosmic, you know, reward for you or whatever. Yeah, maybe they go to heaven. Who can say? <laughs> Does Gong no you earthly, have any uh yeah. no earthly reward sure. for you? There you go. Well I guess it's not gonna survive. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a very, like, on its face. Like, help other people, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Don't be greedy shitbags. Because, yeah. I mean, it's very unsubtle. But the fact that the everyone could have survived of the survivors groups very easily if businessman wasn't a piece of shit. Yeah, that's true. There are some obvious uh, detractors. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. That it There are some people who clearly make it worse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just like real life. Well, well, but you're not allowed to say that somehow because like, well, it makes sense. It's logical. Who gives a fuck? What you murdered a grandma? What's wrong with you? Yeah, what the Yeah. Er. I'm mad at him. She had the eggs. <laughs> That's why the other one just let it all burn. She's like, no more eggs. Yeah. Fuck. But yes. What purpose is life mm-hmm. if not eggs? If no egg. <laughs> and that's the real metaphysical <laughs> question. Uh, wonderful. Well, that's all I had for us on Train of Bazan today. Uh, I'm curious of any final thoughts you might have or anything else that I kind of skipped over that you want to revisit. No, I think it is just a really, um, it's, a, it's a clever enough kind of retooling and I love a bottle episode if it's yes, done well. Do. It's, yeah, it's, wah, chef's kiss. <laughs> and I think this is a really good one because you can watch a, a zombie movie or a bottle episode or a combo of those things and be like, okay, yep, that makes sense that that happened that way or whatever. But it's it's a real, like, you wish the things that make sense didn't happen because you want them all to live. You want everybody to get out of it okay. <laughs> and so, like, you're just so proud of all of them for, you know. <laughs> For doing what they did and like getting the important people to safety and yeah yeah I uh, yeah I I just like it a lot it's a it's a zombie movie with heart I can't think of a way to describe this that doesn't sound like a shitty back of the DVD blurb <laughs> like but it is just really good and it's described really... as a pulse pounding thrill ride. <laughs> You paid for your entire seat, but don't. you only used the edge of it. I've only ever heard you say that. That's never <laughs> people don't say that. It's <laughs> it's an actually good zombie movie yeah. where the zombies. Yeah. It's it's important that the zombies are there, but they're not the whole draw. Yeah, like it could be any monster. It doesn't matter, and it's it's good that. You know, the, what you want to watch are the characters. It is, it's funny because it, it is every way you describe it, not you, every way one describes it, it sounds kind of hacky because it's, it's I know, a lot I'm of really like struggling to... real monster was man. Yeah. Uh, real monster was uh... hedge fund managers. Hedge fund... Like it, it's really, <laughs> yeah. it's hard not to be like, okay, I get it. I've heard this, but it is a very like the immediate consequences of those people's yeah. actions. I mean, it's just like a compellingly put together version of cliches and tropes, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, just using them really well. Which I can't remember what this was in, but the recently heard the phrase of the reason why tropes are tropes is because they work. Like, yes, right. that it's sometimes it's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I like them. Yeah. Tropes done well. Yeah. I do like the idea of if the, like, the pull quote on the front is it's actually good. <laughs> Like, trust me, no, no, no. <laughs> Just a big, come on. Come on. <laughs> I can be a marketing person. <laughs> come on. We all admit that this sucks, but this is actually good. <laughs> I know you're sick of this, but... <laughs> yeah. How about you? Well, for me, I like zombie movies are never subtle. They, this one is no exception. But I do enjoy that it juggles its thematic material like between this like show up for people, it's good... Which ranges from absentee fatherism and uh, <laughs> your government just abandoning you. Yep. <laughs> um, 
Which I, if I had to guess, like when you talk about all the strike stuff and that's kind of off to the side in this mm. and the language that's used around the stuff, it does feel like it's mostly about politics and not individuals in my mind, mm. which I mean, I don't think that that is a, is a hot take of any kind. I feel like that's, that's pretty clear there. Sure. So yeah, that, that's really all, like it is a really simple movie when you get down to it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, but it gives them delightful room to like be fun characters yeah. and interact well and have these little moments and yeah yeah and yeah it's not writing on this like but the plot is so important like yeah. you know it's just people trying to do their daily task of go to Busan like yeah <laughs> take there's, the train there's no twist because you know everything in the first f- four minutes yeah. of the movie that deer stands yeah. up you're like okay fully Great. understand what we're got doing. it got it yeah yeah. Yeah, so that's it for me. Yeah. I just, Love yeah, it. the government's, government media's detachment from reality is the big thing that I come back to, mm. which is a, like... Yeah, if you spent yeah. any more... I feel like it would get so ham-fisted oh if you God. spent any more time on that because it's so clearly... They're just lying to your face, and it's so... They're here to protect the stock market. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can hear that language with, like, everything is fine. Don't worry. Like, we've contained, thanks to our government's efforts, we've contained some of the outbreaks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you see the corpses floating down the river? Like, yeah. This is a real slippery slope, though, too, of, like, you can send, like, a real conspiracy right-wing nut I job. Know. Like, I, I can feel myself being like, oh, if somebody doesn't know my specific politics, they're going to be like, this guy into, I, like... I don't think it's partisan in any way to just be like, just mm. the government is a corporation. Certainly in Canada. So, yes, the go- this is the government is a corporation. Viewpoint. Like any other, it needs to keep its stock value up, so yeah. to speak, and... and yeah. It's just there to... Now I sound like a fuck. There it is, <laughs> puppets! There it is, puppets! <laughs> in, but in that boring way where you're just like, oh, so creative. You want money? You want power and influence? Uh, get a job. <laughs> anyway. Yes, I agree. Yes, so we'll move on from our... <laughs> we'll simmer down. <laughs> ...political hand-wringing and move on to why we're really here. It's uh, funny. Double-billing this movie with another movie. Wee! Wee. All right. Uh, so please take us away. I regret to inform you that my choice is not going to make me sound any less <laughs> like lone gunman conspiracy guy. <laughs> but another example of something that was fun a couple decades ago. But oh boy, does it turn <laughs> Can you me imagine, off now? Like, yeah, Chris Carter writing the lone gunman and then just seeing the next twenty years unfold and just being like, what the fuck. I don't know about Chris Carter, so he might be, yay, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It does feel very trite to go back and, like, watch. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. I did not pair this with the X-Files, although that would have been not a bad bad. move, now that I think of it. All right. I'm going to be super obvious. I'm going to pair it with another zombie movie, social commentary, um, The Real Monster is Man. I'm going to pair it with The Night of the Living Dead. The classic, George Romero, 1968. So the... The context of that is, like, American Vietnam War prime, you know, protest time. And, yeah, it's just a real fucking downer version (laughs) of Train to Busan, I think. Because both implications are, are... both movies contain the implication that society as a whole is like... It's it's both fucked, but the structures will stay as they are. Yeah. Nothing important change that might prevent this from happening later. A, a sentiment that, uh, you know... I'm sure we're all fucking sick of feeling. What? What? <laughs> really? <laughs> I was just born? Can you explain <laughs> this to me? So there's, there's that that's like depressing about both of them. 
trained abuse on is obviously the like more kinetic, fun, like actiony thriller thing mm-hmm. where you're like meant to, you know, <gasps> and cheer and then, ah, oh no, and, you know, you're <laughs> meant to just go on this little ride with them. And if you don't think about it too much outside of like what their lives might be like after that, um, it's it's not meant to really make you think about like at the end they they make it to safety, mm. quote unquote. But then you're like, okay. What now? Yeah. Do you know what traditionally happens to, like, refugees achieving, like, military safety? Not good. Like, it's not, that's, that's you know. But the movie doesn't want, it, it ends on that big, like, you know, there's cool music over the credits. It doesn't, it does, it's not really interested in making you think about, like, okay, and what does the world they're living in now mean? Yeah. Night of the Living Dead very much wants you to think about that. And, yes. like, about what... Why did people act the way they did during this time? It's a very bottle episode. Mm-hmm. You know, they get to the point of safety, quote unquote, um, where they can at least temporarily like fend things off until someone else can take over, question, question mark, mark, you know? <laughs> and they, like the crazy ending of Night of the Living Dead, they the zombies are so slow, so it doesn't really feel like there's a, it's a very, it's more a tense movie than it is a scary movie. There's yeah. some scare elements, but the horrifying element at the end is that the lone survivor who has made it by like not selling out his fellow survivors and like he he's the only one who made it and they shoot him on sight because they're just like he's he's probably infected i yeah. do not care enough to check <laughs> and he's he's black and that at the time was uh, you know or at the time <laughs> it, it was it, black at the it time? was <laughs> it was a wild time in the 60s it it was a very clear like we don't consider your life really worth saving either way. Well, this you know is the I mean? thing that I find funny is Romero gets asked about that and like it's, isn't it great? And he's just like, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't just think like of that. Ray Jones. I just thought he was a cool actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's that's how it reads, right? Yes, very much. And yeah. people tell him after, and he's like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like, like oh cool, I'm glad I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is the, it might seem like the, I'm, I'm going to pair it as the art movie where yeah. it's like a cornerstone, just total classic of horror and of trying to say something and make you think mm-hmm. about the conditions, like why it would be scary to yeah. be in that situation. Train to be on is just like, monsters are scary. They go <laughs> like, fast Yeah, on the I train. agree. <laughs> Sometimes people are scary too. Ooh. But they do have that... Um, the you know the pregnant lady and the child are the only ones that make it and they're kind of walking through and they've had a shit day that baby has been exposed to more cortisol than any human being in the history of time like it's gonna be born so weird so they're kind of they're kind of shambling right it's been a long day and so they think the military at the end of the tunnel thinks they're infected and are gonna shoot them and they eventually don't but you can totally see the like that's that's the ending of night of the living dead is where yeah. there is a survivor but they're like yeah is it worth it is worth it worth the risk yeah. yeah and the the answer is always going to be no and yep. train to be sun just like lets that lets up on that for a second thankfully <laughs> it's yeah very it's, kind of it yeah <laughs> they're doing the exact same story of like man is the real monster but mm-hmm. uh night of the living dead more like you know claustrophobic and and boring in that way that emergencies sometimes are yeah that's the thing main memory i have from it is that like wow that was really good it was also quite boring but also i loved it yeah (laughs) their situation is boring where they just have to stay put yeah Yeah. and the, the arguments are interesting 
Yeah. This is never boring, Train to Busan. So, yeah, I think they make a good uh, double bill thematically, and you can just, like, you can tone down your uh, stress level a little with <laughs> Night of the Living Dead and up your sadness level. <laughs> they make <laughs> sense together thematically and zombically. Zombically. Yes. There you go. What about you? Well, I, like you, have also picked a low-hanging fruit. Nice. Uh, going with uh, <laughs> another zombie one. Sweet. Um, All right. But unlike you, I'm treating Train to Busan as the slightly artier one. Oh, In okay. this case, on the spectrum, terrifically artier. Uh-oh. Uh, Train to Busan, <laughs> just because it's kind of got, like... A really explicit point to make in in some ways, and it's talking about society. Like it is a popcorn thriller and all that, but it is. I feel like all of the ways in 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 which it's constructed are to prove that point. It's, yeah, like yeah. It, it's really coming at you with a thesis. Yeah. Versus what a lot of zombie movies do, such as the one I picked, are just kind of like crazy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what if scary? Um, famously unsuitable subgenre. This is the most extreme version of it that I can think. Basically people looking in the camera and being like, isn't it crazy how this is the reality we're in? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to pair it with one of the most obscure movies that I think will ever be brought up on this podcast. Excited. Uh, It is the Taiwanese zombie comedy, Get the Hell Out. Oh my god, right, 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 right. (laughs) Yes, I remember this movie. A ton of fun. Yes. So silly. So silly and stupid. Extremely cartoony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quick overview for you. Led by a loser MP and his assistant, a ragtag group must work together to stay alive after a virus infects Taiwanese parliament, in which they're trapped. Uh, turning all of the politicians into ravenous zombies. Do you get it? There's a little bit of commentary in there for people that might uh, be looking to dig a little deeper. Um, yeah, that's about the whole thing. It's uh, yep. from 2020, directed by a guy who I've not seen anything else by, uh, Wang Yifan. Right. Um, a Wang Yifan from uh, Taiwan. Um, it's poppy and visually maximalist and it's like editing and stuff. Uh, it's a very, like, it is very Edgar Wrighty in y- some incredibly, ways. When yeah. it ramps up, yeah. It, like, super fast-paced and in the almost off-putting way that, like, Edgar Wright um, <laughs> try to make Urs Edgar Wright emulators. Oh! <laughs> I'm, I'm, follow, I'm following you. Uh, I'm not following you. <laughs> uh, when it's just like too much, like when it reaches, it's almost that level. Um, it's a very Midnight Madness type of movie. It is. Yeah, yeah 100% is. Uh, I mostly wanted to bring it up because like we're talking nice. zombies and we never get the chance to talk about this movie because it came out at such a bad time. Yeah. It came out in the summer of 2020. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a Midnight Madness movie that's meant to be seen with a huge crowd that are like cheering and stuff. And yeah. oh boy, did it flop so hard oh, everywhere. That's too bad. Yeah. I think that it it is impossible to find. So if you can find it, watch it. Go it's for fun it. As hell. Honestly, do. Yeah. Uh, Collect just, some friends and Yeah, just know that it is meant to be viewed with a crowd and is, Like a little drunk. Yeah, 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 very much. Yeah. Yeah. You sleep deprived uh, sleep deprived maniacs watching it. That's <laughs> like you can go out and get your, your beer at the bar in the first fifteen minutes, like it's that kind of and oh, no, then the you first sit down. It's so fun. It I love it? that first it's, it's a cute setup. Yeah. Right. Um yeah, but they're nice. kind of politically trying to prove the same point. Like, hey, check out these bastards. They're corrupt as hell. I think it is just that thing of like, hey, you can't trust these guys. Yeah. You know, they're they're both that. And we see so little direct from Taiwan cinema mm. that I feel like it is starting to happen more and more these days. Like, there's stuff like King Hu, I've mentioned on the podcast before. A lot of more of his stuff is getting restored. And yes, there's just like directly from that 
area are starting to come out, and I'm yeah. going to be like, it's the next, it's the next, next South Korea. You're We're calling gonna it. Get into it. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be a, a staple of dumb as hell cinema. Uh, <laughs> so it's we're, good to have a portfolio of yes. that. So Train, Train to Busan is our like our more arty, emotional one, and Get the Hell Out is what you throw on afterward. Because I know that for some people that went to see Train to Busan, they're like, oh, I expected it to be like crazy off the wall, bang, boom, and excitement. And I was disappointed because it was like right. an emotionally grounded. grounded movie. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what you wanted to see was Get the Hell Out. Yes, that's what you wanted to see. That's fair, actually. <laughs> yeah. All right. So get the hell in and watch these two movies. <laughs> get the hell in here. <laughs> we don't have it. I don't know. Don't come over. No. Yeah. Never come over. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a bottle episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think that'll about do us for another week. Nice. So watch Night of the Living Dead and then get uh, Train to Busan and then get the hell out. <laughs> All at once. All, All at, at once. At once. Do one of those X screen experiences where Trini Busan is in the middle on the oh, left, you have God. Night of the Living Dead, on the right, you have Get the Hell Out. Have seizures. I do not recommend that, yeah. <laughs> Just feel going on feel icky. <laughs> feel bad. <laughs> We'd like you, the weird viewer, to feel bad. Yeah, join us in that feeling. <laughs> we have to, you have to. Yeah. Uh, the cat's arrived, which means it's time for us to wrap up. <laughs> she wants us to get the hell out and feed her. <laughs> Uh, follow us on social media. Why not? We're 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 there we're sometimes. There. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're less Twitter because it just seems like it's uh, it's you know the last forty minutes of Titanic in there. So mm, yes, very much. We will. So uh, well, yeah. Find us on Blue Sky if you're there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm Dick Arnavis, and uh, I am Macklebase. M a c l e b a s s. We both exist there. We're praying it goes public soon so that uh, we can hang out we in a place that doesn't friends. suck. Yep. Um, and Instagram. Oh, yeah, and Instagram, we do exist there, at Pod. Please rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice, and I hope that you will, uh, I should have used it here, get the hell in, and join us <laughs> once again for another pile of garbage. If you're still alive, please transfer safely. <laughs>